get anyone to do anything. I'm I'm just confused. Well, Ty's the confused one, but I'm also confused because I was in the middle of like doing stuff this morning and I get a text from Dom at, I don't even know, like 11 or something. And he's like, oh, me and Mike are hopping on Fortnite. You want to play some Fortnite? And I was like, what? What is happening right now? Why are we playing Fortnite? And then we were playing Fortnite and all, all of us on Xbox and Todd joins the party. Yeah, you confused thought- me when you invited me to a party. I'm like, wait, who's on at this time ever? I was just playing out a wild and I'm, I was so confused when you guys jumped on. Yeah, and then we were all playing Fortnite, and I, Todd was like, Todd disappeared. Todd's like, I want nothing to do with this. I don't want to play <laughs> Fortnite. I don't want to be in this party right now. But it was, it was, it was not a bad time. I mean, I, I like when they add, like right now they have a whole Marvel thing going on with like Avengers and the X Men are in there. I mean, you, you can you can have your opinions about Fortnite, whether you like it or not. But I, I like when they do like cool events like this. That usually brings me back in at least for a little bit to to dick around and have a good time uh it's nothing's as good to me as the lightsabers though whenever they have a star wars event and there's lightsabers they feel so good just like running around chopping stuff up um but we can't sit here and talk about fortnite because we got a a jam-packed episode today we have a special guest today so welcome everyone to the past control podcast a show where a couple of best friends talk about the latest in video games and nerd culture sometimes we have guests sometimes we talk about fortnite too much either way we have a new episode for you each and every week as always, I'm your host, Brennan Groom, and joining me on this lovely evening is the anime senpai himself, Mr. Michael Lazier. Mike, how are you doing tonight? What? What do you mean, what? <laughs> how are you doing tonight? <laughs> you got yeah. burger brain? Like, what's going on here? Uh, is this thing on? Yeah, <laughs> what's happening right now? <laughs> also joining us is the former Overwatch fiend, Todd Gary. Todd, how are you doing tonight? I'm good. I'm good. I'm you 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 playing Overwatch today? No, I said I haven't touched it since. Only only time I play is when we play with Cam. I feel like that's the only. I I don't even play it anymore. I'm gonna have to put a tracker on your Xbox gamer tag because yeah, I feel like you're lying. I feel like you go incognito and you're right, playing right. Overwatch on the side. I feel free almost. It's like crazy. It's uh, it's it feels good. I'm playing a lot of single player games basically. It it does feel good to to like not have a, a multiplayer game have its hands around your throat and give you some freedom to to bang out and, the backlog and. and, and and nothing stepped up since then, so there's really like nothing that's drawing me to play multiplayer right now. Yeah, I I, I kind of feel the same way. Besides, Overwatch is like a consistent multiplayer game. There's not much that's been keeping me on the multiplayer side of things. But rounding us out tonight, you may know him from the Full Circle podcast, the Game Fanatics, GameSpot, Game Informer, all over the industry. It's been a long time coming. You may know him from appearing on a PAX Online panel earlier this. Oh, not even this month anymore. Last month, Odell Harmon Jr. Odell, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good. Um, I got me some water burger before the show started. They nice. didn't give me a straw, so I've been drinking out the cup and almost choked on it. <laughs> so, but I'm still here, so I'm all right. So, so you know, you no, know, I'm I'm still alive. So that's good. That is a good thing. That is a good thing. I'm great. So, all right, you brought up water burger. I'm, I'm now. This is gonna. We've been doing the show for a long time. We had a lot of guests over the course of the time of us doing the show. And one of the things we used to always ask our guests, and we stopped doing it recently just because I I don't even know why. But one of the questions we used to always ask our guests is, what is your favorite fast food? A step. Ooh. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, I'm I'm going to rapid fire three things. Okay. Chick-fil-A. Jack in the Box, 
and I'll go ahead and say Waterburger. I'll, I'll there we go. Okay, all right. If I, if I had to pick one, I don't I don't know. It depends on what time of day it is. Um, after eleven, maybe Jack in the Box. Okay, Jack in the Box is pretty high late at night. Waterburger is like daylight hours. Yeah. Does Does Chick Fil A even have burgers though? I don't even know because I've never uh, had a burger from Chick Fil A. It's just chicken. Yeah, so I mean, I guess Chick Fil A is kind of hard to compare to the other two because the other two, that's because they're the I best think are a, a little more. I mean, they can they can close on Sunday and still make more than money than everybody, so that says a lot. <laughs> yeah. What uh, if you if you're rolling up to Chick Fil A, what what is the order of choice? Ooh, spicy chicken combo. Add pepper jack, large waffle fries, sometimes a parfait, and their world class lemonade each and every time. Okay. They recently just started selling mac and cheese, so uh, that mac and cheese goes hard. So sometimes mac and cheese. The three of us are in Massachusetts, and like the fast food situation here is a little bit not limited, but like we don't have a lot of Chick fil A. Like Chick fil A is a much more recent thing coming to Massachusetts. I think we. Yeah, at the mall. I I think like Whataburger, I think we have maybe one and it happens to be kind of near us. So I've had Whataburger before. Right, Mike? Is is Whataburger? Wait, no. You might think of Wahlburgers. No, not Wahlburgers. I'm thinking of Wayback Burger, I think. So yeah, maybe there is. I've never heard of Wayback. Yeah, so maybe there is not a Whataburger. I could have sworn. Is the building orange because all Whataburgers are orange? No, it's it's definitely not that then. So maybe we don't have one of those here. If we do, it's probably like the south the south part of the state because the we like if it's not up in this area then it's definitely not in boston because they don't have stuff like that um and then we don't have jack-in-the-box either i'm pretty sure right mike no we don't no, no jack-in-the-box oh, y'all missing out yeah. yeah there's there's certain things that like we don't have hardy's we don't have is carl's carl's jr is that a thing yeah. what about dairy queen dairy queen goes pretty we got dairy queen. yeah we do have dairy queen we have I, I don't know if this is a normal thing I, I don't know if this is a normal thing or if it's just like a massachusetts thing but we have a lot of like dairy marts like we have like we have dairy queens like not a lot of them but then we have a lot of like dairy insert another name that's like a similar type of thing oh huh. what, what are y'all, y'all got y'all got a shit ton of duck and donuts yeah, unfortunately, yeah, we do have a lot of. So it's, it's, not it, good. it's legitimately a Dunkin' Donuts on almost like it, it can every it can day. almost be like every other block. There's Dunkin' Donuts. Like <laughs> if and, you and they all do well, it's it's insanity. I'm convinced. Listen, I love coffee. I drink so much coffee. I don't. I'm not gonna hate on anyone that drinks Dunkin' Donuts, but I'm convinced that people that drink Dunkin' Donuts consistently don't actually like coffee. They just want sugar in the morning like they want sugar beverages which is fine if that's what you want to do but like i don't know i i see some people like their order at dung at dung and donuts is like six sugars five creams i'm like you just want a cup of diabetes like you do not yeah, want coffee hey, your your boy gets the extra extra best believe that I <laughs> that's what you get mike like yeah if ago. i go to Dunkin' donuts i would get like a caramel swirl extra extra and that's that, so much that sugar, shit, Mike. That shit is basically white when I get it. Yes, I just thought coffee, which is yeah, again, that's do. fine if that's it's what you want to drink. Yeah. But like, I want, I want that bitterness. Give me like, I mean, I barely drink. I drink more espresso than I drink coffee. I just want to get absolutely fucking fucked up with my caffeine intake. Um, <laughs> but anyway, interesting. All right, some some good some good choices. But you're so to because we also go down this path with with these types of uh, fast food questions which we kind of already touched on because you brought up two things that aren't available to us, but it, it, you're in Texas, right? Yes, sir. So 
is there like a Texas food or fast food place that like is your like if if we came to Texas where are we like where where are you bringing us where are we going? Oh uh, well, I'll bring you to Waterburger. You know that's primarily in Texas. It's expanded to southern more southern states, but they're still mostly here. But uh, let's see, let's see. Uh, you ever heard of Checkers? I've I've heard checkers. of it. I've had checkers once. Okay. Their French fries taste like mashed potatoes and it's amazing. But, Interesting. but uh, they're, they're, it's actually a Louisiana uh, fast food chain. But since Houston is uh, on the east side of Texas, a lot of them have encompassed us. But I'm going to take you to Luby's. Going to Luby's. I don't okay. know. I don't think you consider it, Luby's. Luby's. It's a cafeteria. They make home, they make home style southern food. You get like, it's like people make fun of it. And that says it's for old people. You get like the tray. Which you're like you're somewhere in a napkin, and then you go down like a assembly line. You're like, I want the chicken fried chicken, or I want the Luan fish, or I want like the collard greens, or I want like you know the baked chicken or the sliced turkey, and then you get you know your fixings. It's wonderful. No, th- this sounds <laughs> I amazing. Bet it's so good, though. I know. Yeah. I'm sure it's so good. I I went to I I think besides like Florida, I think the only other time I've been to a southern state for any reason, I went to Nashville two years ago. And like everywhere I ate was fucking incredible, but they took us to this place called Arnold's Kitchen, which was a cafeteria. And like the people were like, listen, you know, it might not look like much, but I'm telling you, this food is amazing. And it was like the best food I've ever had in my life. It was so, so good. And it was the same thing. Like you're just, it's packed in there. It's a big line. You're going down in line with a tray. You want this for meat. You want this for sides. You want to slice a pie, like all this stuff. And it was just like, I could not like anyone that has I've ever seen since then, like say, oh, well, I'm going to Nashville. Like, where should I eat? Or like, where's the good hot chicken or whatever? Like, I give them the hot chicken recommendations, too, because I went to a lot of good hot chicken places. But I always throw Arnold's in there because I'm like, th- that was like cafeteria style. Don't judge this book by its cover because it is like absolutely. Damn, what is it? You say Luann's or Luby's? Luby's. L-U-B-Y apostrophe S. I'm keeping this in my in my notes. But yeah, no, a lot I, of people who are my... used to the cafeteria style places, they're like, "What, what is this? Like, what you know? They're they're, they're they're weirded out by what's going on." I'm like, "No, nah, bro, it's where you take your grandma off the church and you know your hot date that wants a good meal. It's versatile." Yeah. Oh, do, but it's amazing yeah, food. Do, no, oh, but honestly, don't go on a Sunday because it will be like people from the ages of like 40 to 100 all after church and you know their church best <laughs> just and it'll, it'll be packed. It'll be it'll be stupid packed, but it'll be worth it. Because on Sundays they constantly keep cooking food because people are there nonstop. Interesting. Oh, now I'm like I just ate dinner before we started recording this, but like I'm now my mouth is watering. Like I'm I'm ready to get some cafeteria style food. We don't have like anything like that in Massachusetts. Like the only stuff that's like that is is like there's some buffet style stuff, which is the same type of thing, but it's not well, good food. You can't even get that anymore, you know, these days. So. Yeah, but I mean, it's not good food anyway. It's always like, oh. it's always just like very inexpensive, not I don't good know, do food. Do you remember like hometown buffet? Yeah, I mean, that's that's where I was, my brain was going was hometown <laughs> yeah, buffet. Right. And I'm like, I used to go there when I was right. like young because my family didn't have a lot of money and it was like an easy to way to feed fucking five kids and everyone. Right. Do y'all have but, Panda Express not, up there? Not good food. We, we have do. a few, yeah. Usually in the yeah, malls. Gotcha, Usually gotcha. in the malls, food courts. What about Wendy's? Okay. Oh, Wendy's, yep. Wendy's, I would say, is is like the best. The biggest, all right, because I've met yeah. people who've never been to a Wendy's, and like that freaks me out because it doesn't make any sense. 
<laughs> that's crazy. I, I would imagine Wendy's is like kind of at the same level as at least Burger King, where it's most places like maybe not McDonald's, but like I feel like Wendy's is I am is big. Oh, yeah, most definitely. I saw Wendy's in Japan and I was just like, oh, OK, I see you, Wendy's out here doing big things. <laughs> okay. but, th but they didn't sell anything that Number they sold here. So that was interesting. Yeah. Number six, they no mayonnaise, like no tomato. Ooh, is that the spicy That's chicken? Spicy chicken sandwich. Yeah. Yeah, so I knew it. No mayonnaise, no tomato. I hate mayonnaise. Mayonnaise is disgusting. Welcome to Pass the Fork podcast. Yeah, I'm, right. Listen, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. I, we've had people ask us to do like spinoff show about fast food one time. And I was like, I mean, it's not a bad idea. But now that people, well, I, I mean, I, I said where you're from, where people can find you. But like a quick rundown of, of who you are, Odell, for people who are listening who maybe don't know who you are or aren't familiar with your work. What, uh, what do you got to say to the people out there? Oh, okay. Uh, my name's Odell Harmon Jr. I'm from Houston, Texas. Uh, in 2012, I had an internship at Game Informer Magazine. Then after that, I started freelancing and writing, going to cons, E3, Gamescon, TGS, PAX, Comic-Con, all that good stuff. Doing work, trying to do my hosting, trying to do my writing thing, honestly doing too much. And so, yeah, you know, I get around. I get around. And I'm mostly broke. Other people don't understand that. Like, <laughs> people are like, how do you do that? I'm like, I'm broke, bro. Like, that's how money works. I earn it, and then I spend it, and then I don't have any. But I have no children, so I feel kind of okay about not, you know, not having an expansive savings. Right. Wrong with if that. I had You're children, up? I probably cannot do this. Yeah. Yeah, I basically didn't have a savings till I had kids. So, if that speaks to anything. To yeah, you know, you, you can yeah, find me on Twitter, Odo Harmon Jr. I talk to everybody unless you come up with some nonsense, and I'll, t I'll tell you, I'll still talk to you. Honestly, <laughs> unless you unless you're like cursing me out or like talking bad about somebody. And I'll talk to you. Well, I'll still talk to those people because then, you know, I, t I, I send them my address and tell them to meet me outside. And they never do. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, it's, it's been a long time coming. I, you know, Odell and I have, have touched base, you know, a lot throughout the years. And it's, it's been a long time coming. I was on his podcast, the Full Circle podcast recently. So definitely check out his show. Uh, it's, it's a, usually not as long as i made our episode go when i was on his show but uh <laughs> it's good times over there good one-on-one -on -one conversations so there is a few news topics we want to get into today but before we do that we do need to briefly touch on mike's september ptc movie club pick which was mission impossible 5 rogue nation so we had the chance to watch that, and I'm just going to say it. It's an action movie. I mean, that, that's kind of my take on it. It, it felt <laughs> like an action movie. Um, I, I, I'm under the impression that, because I don't watch Mission Impossible movies, so I'm under the impression that, like, does Tom Cruise not do all of his own stunts? Is that, like, his thing? No, that's the same. No, he does all of his stunts, right? Yeah, so, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why I thought, like, that he does that, all his that, stunts. That scene when he's holding onto the plane at the beginning was something, like, he actually did. I don't know how they did it, but, like, that's something that he did when the plane was Okay, off. wait, what? So, okay, so that's why I brought this up, because when the movie opens up and he's hanging on a plane that's taking off, in yeah. my head, I'm like, oh, he does all his own stunts. Is he hanging off a plane right now? What I the fuck is happening? I that they did. Like, I remember, he's he's crazy. Yeah, that's kind of maddening. So I mean, so I don't know. We're moving space now, so I. I'll look to him. What the next Mission Impossible film? 
No, just like some Tom Cruise, like he's like, I want to shoot a movie in space, and they said, All right. "Oh, like they're gonna they're gonna go Meaning to like, actual space." Yeah, I think yeah. so. That's a, yeah. Well, it, he did a he did a ghost jump, and I think uh, the the next Mission Impossible, the next movie one, where, yeah, they they did something crazy. He did a legit like what like the like trained Marines do or whatever, like uh, the Green Berets, whatever whatever the hell they're called, uh, Navy SEALs. Um, he did that. He's the guy's nuts. What does that mean? I mean? What is a ghost jump? Is that is that? Didn't like, he like jump across a building and break his leg or something? No, is that what that is? Jumps like you like drop from either you you jump from a very low height or a very high height, like and you jump it. You just like straight bomb down, you know, like tucked, head first down. Like yeah, the guy's nuts. Yeah, it's but I think that's the draw. That's why people enjoy these movies because he's doing stuff like this. I think that's part of the thing. He's like, like a hundred think, years old. The one before this, he climbs up. Uh, I think it's a building in Africa. It's like one of the top tallest. Um, where, where is that? I forget where it is, but wasn't it Dubai? Yeah, I might be Dubai. That's what it was. Um, and he he like legit was on the side of this building climbing up it. You know, they're filming this, and it's just like he's nuts. Yeah, that's kind of insane. I mean, I mean, but they got like you know the harnesses and whatnot, right? Yeah, yeah, no, of course. yeah. He's not like oh, he's yeah. not like doing it for like. I don't think they did Mission Impossible two though. I'm almost pretty sure that he did some of that stuff by himself. At the that beginning, was back you know, when he was young. He was young yeah. and no one was paying attention. And they probably didn't have maybe have the the budget. I'm assuming these movies do well and have a budget. There's is there's what six John, of them. That was, a John, that was a John Woo movie when John Woo was in his prime. Was two, you have so. to you have to remember though, the budget is actually pretty fucking expensive because they have to insure the man for doing all this stupid shit well i'm saying maybe the budget wasn't as expensive back then because his insurance for him maybe wasn't that high because he was just a young a young gun i mean i have no idea i like know nothing about tom cruise in his career so i don't i don't know how popular he was or is when mission impossible started because i don't i know two things about mission impossible besides this movie that i just watched the music which I could hum, but no one wants to hear that. Or like the theme song. Or uh, I don't know. I played a game on N64 that had you like dropping through a laser room or something. So yep. sure, that was that's my extent of my uh, Mission Impossible knowledge. But I watching this whole thing, I'm just like, sure. I mean, any any predicament that they're in, of course, he has the ability to just quickly print a. F- a face for the person he needs to look like, or sure he's he has, on the run. He's he, on the run. yeah, exactly. Sure he has a watch that he can just like touch, and then it turns into a box that he can just put up to any door, and it turns into the key that it needs to be. Like, cool. I mean, it's I watch a lot of fantastical stuff, so I'm fine with like suspending my disbelief. But I don't know. I, these types of things aren't my jam. Clearly, I'm not mad that I watched it. Like, it's fine. I'll probably not watch another mission impossible movie but well i was talking to brendan before this and i was saying that i didn't think this movie was bad i just thought it was yeah it's fine it was it was was whatever but i feel like i got that vibe with mission impossible 4 i thought that movie was whatever too and mission impossible 3 i thought was pretty decent um because philip seymour hoffman was i think people are gonna like i think people don't really like that one yeah, I like that one. I thought because I, I thought I'm all about the villains and making good villains. I thought the villain in the one we just watched was fucking mm. terrible. That little twerpy guy, like with the glasses, he looks like some Even. German dude or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah so, I mean, I felt like that guy was like kind of not. I felt like I felt like Alec Baldwin was almost more the villain than that other guy was. But I knew he wasn't going to be the villain because yeah, the next movie. So it was like before I saw this one. So I don't know. I like. I feel like there there were maybe some plot twists that felt a little 
cool or interesting like when it turns out like they were like i don't know it all came down to like he has a mask on and he rips it off and it's like i'm actually this guy and i shot you and not him they, and, they do the mask thing a lot and that's what i figured that's why i was like maybe this isn't actually like a cool plot twist because this is just like the mission impossible formula i think at this point it's all about like if you like the characters so at this point then people are gonna get like people apparently like the characters in the movie i don't but, I which is it. fine i mean what i think is is like is this basically just like american james bond is that what this is um, I guess. yeah you could argue yeah it's so I, I, I would say either that or the born movies are american james bond but i think this was more bondish in terms of uh gadgetry yeah because it's like yeah that's what i associate with bond is like gadgetry and then there's like a femme fatale and this had that so i was like i don't know if that's every mission impossible movie but there we are. The, the thing I never got about the Mission Impossible movies, I'm like, how many times can this guy be re and uninstated? Like, I'll be <laughs> yeah, like, I, I guys, I've been framed to be the bad guy and then proceeded to save the world like X amount of times. Can we can we just not do this? Can I not be chilling in Paris and be like, you're under arrest for like killing the president? It wasn't me. Cle- clearly, if, if if I wanted to destroy the world, I just would have done it by now. I'm, I'm tired of doing this. So super long cons, like let me give lull them into a false sense of security by having them be wrong seven times previously. So I wait. <laughs> Hi, I was the bad guy all along. <laughs> so but actually it, was, it actually was like a double bluff where actually I was really the good guy by pretend to be the bad guy. So Brendan, you but have that's your pick. just for the you ninth time when I really get them. I hate it. I do have my pick for October, which I can announce in just a second. But Mike, it's your pick. Like, what are your what are your what are your like final thoughts here on on Mission Impossible Five? No, it's good. I hate you so much. I, I I'm I'm nervous to see what Todd's next pick is going to be. But my pick for October for those listening that want to continue down this very weird path of the PTC Movie Club is Grave of the Fireflies. You know, I could see the cover from a distance like, oh, Shay's picking Grave of the that, Fireflies. That's what you're Bold picking? That's what I'm picking. So I don't know if you have not seen this movie, Mike, right? No. And I'm, I know Todd, I know Todd hasn't seen it. Seen I, it so. I, I, know, I know Odell dips into the anime waters. Have you seen Grave of the uh, Fireflies, Odell, or heard of this uh, movie? No, I have not seen it. You know, I'm, I'm, um, when it comes to anime movies, I'm all about the your name stuff weathering with you hell yes like i don't like rom-coms but but if it's an anime romantic movie like i'm all over that like that's my jam so i'm I'm right there with you i wanted to pick your that name so bad but i don't think todd will watch it damn have y'all seen your name no, by I'd any chance it. i would still watch it I, I me and Mike saw your name. Freaky, is that Freaky Friday? Is that the Freaky Friday one? I hate yes. you, Todd. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mike and I it's saw Freaky Friday, but Mike what and I saw twist. your name. Exactly. Uh, Mike and I saw your name in the movie theater together. <laughs> they did like a they had like a special showing, and we went at like was it a midnight showing, Mike, or like a late night showing? I, doubt it. I don't think it was midnight. I think it was like a normal hour. There was no way that movie got a midnight release. No, not a midnight I, release. Uh, it's just like a weird, like a, a late hour, like a non. It might be like hour. nine o'clock. All right, Todd, co- cover your ears real quick. I got to say something. It's, it might be a potential your name spoiler. Oh, uh, no, it's okay. I already. I, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I hate All right, guys. All right, guys, you know, towards the climax, right? We're on the mountain. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they have, she's like, write your name or whatever so I can remember it. 
and you know yep. he writes i love you and it's like the sweetest thing ever. i was like you je- no you you had one job you had i don't care how sweet this is i don't care how wonderful it is i don't care that people are crying you were supposed to write your name that is not your name this did not help her her knowing that she is loved does not help her succeed in this moment it, it was still All great right. but but that part like, really pulled me out of it i would have been like you jackass you fucked this up. I, I love. Oh man, I'm gonna rewatch that movie regardless. Even though it's not my pick, I'm gonna watch it again. Uh, w- did you like Weathering with You? I liked Weathering with You, but because it was the same director or writer or whatever, it didn't I live liked- up to the hype. No, I know, and that's why I wish I didn't go into it thinking about it that way because it was still good. It's just like I thought your name, if I had to compare them, was so much better. Oh yeah, most the- except Weathering- for the cat. The cat. Yeah. The- I, I, my thing with whether it's you, the whole situation just seemed unrealistic to me. Like that kind of, like it was just like, bro, like this girl and you're homeless, and how did you run away to Tokyo? And how, now y'all living together, and she's a sunshiny yeah. girl, I, and now now there's a subplot with like this gun that apparently is, someone's gonna die. I don't know. Guns are very illegal. <laughs> yes, I I like. I felt like there were a lot of cool ideas and concepts, but I feel like they didn't go deep enough into some of them. Like there was, they, they had a lot of ideas and then they just didn't kind of commit to some of them enough. And it was kind of like at one point you're like, all right, so this is just going to be this way because that's what they're just doing and not because it's like, we, we can assume or like put the pieces together ourselves. And then like, I don't know what, like, I don't know what 30 million people are displaced and that was just cool. Like everyone was just like, oh, well, that's what else. You know, it's, my, it's the most populated, populated, yeah. populated city on the planet, and like now, six percent of the land mass is gone. It's cool. That's that's not a problem. It's whatever. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine. So, it's on Hulu, Todd and Mike. So you don't have to buy it, but Grave of the Fireflies. That's the pick. I think I I I was gonna pick an anime movie no matter what, but I went with this because I genuinely think that Todd will like this movie. Who so. Uh, it's not from, uh, is it, it's, is it Ghibli? It sort of, it's not from Miyazaki. Who's like the, the person that everyone kind of knows from Ghibli, but it's his, the co-creator of Ghibli. So oh, it's the other, other person that I don't, I don't know his name. It's probably in the back of the case. Uh, I recently Yasuo watched Takahata. Oh, okay. You know, I recently watched Princess Mononosuke on HBO Max. Cause you know, everyone's always like Princess Mononosuke is like, you know, literary great you know classical film and that was three hours of times wasted so now like anytime people <laughs> praise that movie i'm just gonna be like nope you owe me three hours please 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 give me money so mm, okay <laughs> i don't i don't love mononoke but like i feel like some people say that's the like the best ghibli movie i don't that's not my favorite ghibli, ghibli movie like i i don't think mononoke is bad but i definitely like some of the like People people go to bat hard hard for that movie, and I don't know if like it's that it's that good. Mike and his anime filter. Um, oh. Like my my favorite Ghibli movie is probably uh, Nausicaa and the Valley of the Wind. That's that's my jam right, right there. Right, I give you that. No, my thing. First of all, Princess Mononoke should be called Prince Guy from the Village, whose name I can't remember. First and foremost, and then I I don't know. Because people also praise it for it being such a revolutionary movie with female characters. And I'm just like, but it's not like at all. Like, 
Same. Like if that if that's the bar for like great female character development, I'm just like, what were we comparing this to? Like a Playboy movie? I I I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, do you do you love Mononoke, Mononoke Mike or no? I don't think I watched it. Oh, I didn't know that, bro. I could have picked that. Watch I don't it pick and that, then demand I, your three you hours seen... back. All right. Oh, thank God you didn't pick it. Um. But yeah, Grave of the Fireflies. It's on. It's not on HBO Max, but it is on Hulu. Uh, so you can watch it there with. Let me put, let me put it like this: I picked that movie for a date night, and my night did not end well. <laughs> any any time that I have chosen a Ghibli movie for a date night with Jen, she falls asleep thirty minutes, if not less, into the movie every time. And I'm like, these movies are are not bad. Stop falling asleep. I stay awake for your picks, and and they're always like. I don't know, a Robin Williams movie or something. <laughs> Let's watch Toys, guys. Oh, Toys is so good, though. That's like one of my favorite. Let's watch movies. Patch Adams. Yeah. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. <laughs> um, all right. Let's so quick jaunt, what dreams may come. Can, can we count Fern Gully, Fern Gully as a Robin Williams movie? Because I love Fern Gully. I haven't Gully seen that in movie. so long. Is it Scott a Disney Curry? movie? I don't think. It is not. No. I don't know what Fern Gully. It's that movie Epic completely stole and then tried to act like it came up with an idea, but it was just Fern Gully in 3D. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, Tim Curry was there, and I forget who the other voices would have been. I don't know. I haven't. I literally haven't seen it since I was just a just a young boy. For a movie pick, I'm picking Five of Goals West. I, if <laughs> if I that, that, that's what we're gonna watch. Five of Goes yeah. West is a is a is a banger. Like that's oh, yeah. that's up there is one of my favorite uh like animated movies for sure. That's a fantastic movie. Hot so, take best Western ever made. <laughs> I mean, I watch a lot of westerns, so I'll 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 fucking ride that ship with you. Thank All you I've got for Western is Back to the Future 3. <laughs> <laughs> Todd, what's your favorite Western? I feel like you probably have an I, opinion here. I do. Uh, either Open Range, Unforgiven, or uh, 310 to Yuma. Oh, yeah. Let's just name 17 movies. <laughs> True Grit. I, I like True Grit. True Grit's great, too. Yeah, that's a good movie. Uh, no, Unforgiven's the one uh, that, um, what's his name? The guy who went crazy. The guy who directs all the movies now. Mike, you know. Uh, uh, yeah, Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's he directed that movie. He's in it too. It's got a great cast. Uh, yeah, every, and the ending's so good. Which movie yeah. is this? Uh, Unforgiven. But Open Range is Kevin Costner and Robert Duvall, and uh, it's just a great movie. I, I highly recommend it. And the last like half hour is so fucking good that the rest of the movie is really good. But the last, the end of it's so good that oh, and Bone Tomahawk too. I'm just gonna throw fucking way more at you. <laughs> Apparently, is uh, <laughs> is doesn't doesn't what's his face have a western movie uh feet guy kill kill bill guy oh quentin tarantino yeah django does he have a western django yeah is django considered a western movie i i, I wouldn't call it a western it spaghetti really western know, maybe like, I mean, yeah yeah, yeah that, that's oh wait no no he does have a western the, the hateful eight yeah, oh okay yeah yeah uh interesting Django is so good django i need to watch it i still haven't watched it you haven't seen it Todd, we've been over this. I don't watch a lot of movies. I, I oh, played. There's man. too many games to play. I don't have time for movies. 
oh, 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 Odell took a shot on a three hour movie and it, he wants to have three oh, hours yeah. back. That's three hours <laughs> I could be given a persona five right now that I don't have. Yeah. You know don't, I mean? don't, don't watch princess Mononosuke. It, it, Oh God, I'm, I'm upset. Uh, <laughs> I, part of me wants to switch it to my pick now just to make Todd suffer through it so we had some interesting Pokemon news this week and I know that Todd does not really care for Pokemon Mike's a little bit indifferent even though he's wearing a Pokemon shirt right now yeah, I, have, I actually don't know what news you're talking about uh, it wasn't a, it wasn't like a lot. I mean, for Pokemon fans or people that are still playing Sword and Shield, I feel like there was a lot there. But um, because Odell is, I, I mean, when I when I see and hear new Pokemon stuff, I creep over to Odell's Twitter because I know he's big into Pokemon. So I like to see what what he has to say about certain stuff. Or, or you know, there's a few people like that that uh, I take a look at to see what how what, how they're feeling about it. So it was. <laughs> Perfect that it kind of lined up that we got Pokemon and Smash in the same week, and uh, Odell's coming on to chat about this stuff. So, Odell, with the stuff that was shown on Tuesday, like we got some more info, release date for Crown Tundra. We got the, I mean, Pokemon Sword and Shield getting like a, def- a more definitive edition release for people who haven't bought the game and want to get the game with the DLC. Um, legendary Pokemon, all of the legendary Pokemon, I, I believe, yes. are coming to the game. Uh, and a few other you know updates to things in the game. As a Pokemon player, as a Sword and Shield stand, like how are you feeling about some of the stuff that was showing off this week? Oh no, it was cool. Like uh, I've been waiting for the DLC. You know, we didn't get anything you know revolutionarily groundbreaking game wise. At least mm-hmm. we did get something revolutionary, but not game wise. Uh, new Slow King looks cool. I'm excited for Galarian, Articuno, Zapdos, Moltres. They look dope. The new Regi yeah, is dope. You know, I'm I am literally waiting because they show Needle King in the trailer, and Needle King isn't part of the Ala Armor Pokedex or the Galarian Pokedex. So I wouldn't be surprised if they're like, "Hey, guess what? With the inclusion of the second DLC, all Pokemon are back in the game, and then you know those National Dex people can go, you know, suck a nut." But are you are you an a National Dex like upset person? Oh hell, I am not. No, not yeah, at all. I'm not either. Like I I think that's stupid because. With the exception of Smash Brothers Ultimate, no game ever has continued on forever and included everything that they've ever made. Like that's just something people have never done. And mm-hmm. and that Pokemon Company said at some point, at some point, we can't have a game with like three thousand Pokemon in. Like it's just not gonna happen. And yeah. I mean, this is just this is the first game where it, it kind of happened. And like my thing is, people were complaining about. I'm like, bro, let me see your completed national decks to date, up to date before this game. If it's not complete. If you don't, if you have not ever completed it, I don't see how you're complaining because you're complaining about something one that you haven't done, two apparently never plan on doing since you ain't done it now, and three, I'm I'm just like I I I, I don't know. It, it it was something that took it way too far. You know what? Have fun playing Tim Tim. That's all I gotta say to y'all. If you that hurt, I hope <laughs> I, you have fun with Tim Tim. I hope it's everything you ever wanted. I will keep playing Pokemon. Meet me in the streets. I'll give you my Nintendo ID. We can battle. I mean, you're you're not wrong. Like the people that are upset about, like, I don't want to like go too deep into the national decks people, but like, I understand if like there was a Pokemon that you were really partial to, or like is part of your team usually that didn't get 
brought to this game. Like, I understand you being salty maybe about that specific thing, but being mad that like the full decks isn't there, th- this was bound to happen at some point, no matter what. Like you said, like they're not going to continue to keep every Pokemon in every game going forward. This was just, they ripped the Band-Aid off now. So now in future games, you know, you, you can, it, if if it's not this every every Pokemon available, you know, that's it's not going to be the, the standard situation. Plus, can you like legitimately imagine balancing, like balancing know, for it, a competitive scene, or even just like, yeah, it's 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 insanity. Like you, at, at, you they would le- legitimately have to make a lot of the Pokemon just like similar stats and similar move sets and stuff to the point where at this point it's just like having Echo Fighters and Smash or something. Like there's no difference between some of these Pokemon; they're just different because you want the cosmetic look of of you know. Polytoad over yeah, someone else. And to the designers, I mean, they want to design new Pokemon. They want to give us new creatures to love. They can't keep, you know, you know. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Sakurai and the Smash Brothers team. They did the impossible, and he and you could tell in his videos that he's just like, bro, like you have no idea how long this takes. But you know, you know, kudos to them. We'll talk about them later. But yeah, I, I don't. It, like when people I mean, were like, I refuse to play the game, and when when and they went on reviews and was like, oh, you're whoever at you know ign kutaku whatever you obviously suck because you didn't talk about how not every pokemon was there uh you suck and i'm like bro like you can't say a movie sucks without watching it you you can't not play the game and be like it's yeah. garbage i hate you like i i don't know bro <laughs> and i'm not like when you start threatening people like developers reviewers and people i'm i'm like yeah bro calm the calm see this this is what i mean you didn't get whooped as a child. And I and and if you're against physical discipline, that's fine. But like certain people, I'm like, I already know what your childhood was. You was the person who's like, I wanted the Snickers bar. Your mom said no. And you threw a fit for 15 minutes until she gave you one. You know, it should just smack your ass, honestly. But whatever. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. You're just spitting and, straight facts right now. I mean, and in those kids grew up to be the national next people who threaten people. There are some people who are in favor of the national decks who don't threaten yes. people. You know, we, we can have a discourse. We can disagree and talk and, you know, all that good stuff. But. I, uh, it's funny that you brought up Smash because knowing especially how uh, volatile some people in that community can be too. The next Smash Brothers game, I will be absolutely like shocked no that it's if not it, happening it's everyone no returns again like this is like well, it's not gonna happen like what we have right now is gonna be the best like argue the best fighting game roster of all time and then any other game after that is not gonna be like that the smash there's gonna be a, a section of the smash community or not even like because it's the same people with national decks there's just people out there that i swear they don't like they're not pokemon fans they just they see a they see a negative discourse and that's what they like they like being a part of negative discourse and they just want to like jump in and be like fuck this yeah. fuck that fuck you like uh, there's definitely people that are out there like that but yeah smash is going to 100% have the same type of follow whenever smash uh 6 is the thing but All right, and this is for uh, Todd here cuz you don't <laughs> like pokemon so at the end of that they released a pokemon music video by a Japanese rock band called Bump a Chicken. Apparently, they're really popular. I don't know what I call Bump a Chicken. I think it's a hilarious name. But it, the music video was animated by Studio Bones, famous for Full Metal Alchemist, uh, Mob Psycho 100. Uh, I think they did Black Clover. 
I'm not sure about that one, but Studio Bones, they've done a whole bunch of good stuff. And this music video was a celebration of the game. And it featured, you know, the stories, the characters, the events from, you know, the original all the way up until Sword and Shield. And my God, it was amazing. It's like beautifully animated. I think there's some hits to Gen 9 in there. I can't prove that yet. And I mean, as a Pokemon fan, I teared up. But as a fan of gaming and animation, it was immaculate. I recommend everyone to go watch it. Just yeah, type it was, in Pokemon music videos. Chef Kiss. It was really all right, good. Let, all right. Now let me tell you why I hate Pokemon. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm, I'm here for this. I'm here for this. So, no, no. This, there's only really Todd is 65 it's years old. They didn't, no, it's because they didn't allow the, the full Pokemon to be in the game. That's why. No. Um, <laughs> No, no, Ty, like, you, as, 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 you know, I was gonna oh. say, as Mike just said, though, I'm an old man. Uh, I'm 38. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm 38. I'm gonna be 39 in two days. Brendan, what are you gonna say? I was gonna say you need to preface it too with like for Todd, Pokemon. Oh, okay, go. Okay, go. So I, my, uh, I'm like I said, I'm 38. I'm gonna be 39 in two days. I'm old. Uh, and my first time playing a Pokemon game was Pokemon Go. Oh. And it was one of the coolest oh. experiences I've ever had. It was fucking awesome. Like, I, like, loved everything about it. So, like, I, me and Brendan and Mike, we were walking around Salem for, like, a full two weeks straight. Just fucking aimlessly walking. Like, oh, go to a bar. Like, oh, let's play there. Oh, there's a stop here. You know, like, it was just, so it was a really good first impression for me. So they already won me over. Uh, and then finally, like, I know Brendan and all these guys were talking about Sword and Shield, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to buy my first Pokemon game. This is it. Um, Which I was shocked that Todd was going to buy a Pokemon game, because, like, I've been playing Pokemon since Pokemon Red. I'm like, did you start at Red or you start at Yellow? Started at Yellow. Yeah, so, like, I, I, Pokemon's always been a part of my life. Like, Well, I was going to say, that's why I think it means more to you guys, because there's a big disconnect with me, because I didn't start, I, like, I, this was never my game. I, I think I was like 18 when the first one probably came out, maybe older than that. And it was just one of those things where like, it, I didn't even nothing about it, like appealed to me. I don't know. I, was I mean, I want to hear, I want to hear Odell's take here too. But like, I, for me, it, nostalgia is of course a part of like Pokemon for me. Like it's again, it's like, it's been there since it was my first JRPG. So like for me, like, you know, potentially JRPGs, don't you know wouldn't exist to me ever or like for you know who knows until when i would start getting into jrpgs pokemon is what brought me into that world um so like for sure i'm always gonna have that personal connection my my copy of red is on my shelf like my original copy of red um unfortunately the battery died i i'm so sad i had a hundred hundred fifty one i had my my team in there my my level 100 star me oh so good lost the time but yeah, I, his, go go ahead. No, but I was going to say, with Sword and Shield, so this was like my first, like, technically, quote-unquote, big Pokemon game that, like, I was about to jump into. And my biggest issue with it was that, um, yeah, I know it's like, everyone's like, it's a kid's game. It's a kid. I'm like, I get that, but I felt like I, like, just kept on pressing the same button over and over again with Grookey and fucking throwing my Razor Leaf. Like, Dunkey did a video on this, and I was like, wait, I thought I was just playing this game all like wrong. You know, and I was like, he's doing it, but that's not the biggest problem for me. The, every town was just like pretty on the outside, but then the, every fucking stop you went to was the same thing. It was like the same medical place you go, the same. I felt like at this point, I was, I expect that, I feel like that game has the potential to be something like insane. And I know it's like a small team that creates the game. But I feel like it's such a huge property and makes so much money. I just don't know why they wouldn't put a lot more 
get like more money into it or i just don't, i just don't get it because like even the wild area was like a glitchy mess when i first it, like it, it looked it ran poorly it didn't it, 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 there was like a lot of stuff i got to like the sixth gym and i was just like do i need to go on like am i it's like is there different stuff you can do in the towns or the towns just kind of like nothing really you just go there and it's like the same thing I mean, no, I mean, there's different people, items and stuff you get. But before before I go into this, <laughs> I always tell people, because people always ask me, uh, where should I start? Let's go, Sword and Shield. And I always say Sword and Shield because Let's Go is there for nostalgia and it's like really dumbed down. But here's the interesting thing. Since because of Pokemon Go, it re-brought people back into the fold that never really played the games and stuff. So Sword and Shield, and especially Let's Go, they're catered to people that, okay, I'm just gonna be honest. They're dumbed down in a way to where people who haven't been there since the beginning can still get get can go up to speed. Yeah. For example, like if, if you're a competitive battler like me, Sword and Shield does many things, wonderful things, but that's people who are in the nitty-gritty, you know, they understand the mechanics and stuff. Like, cause like if you went to go battle online, like you just get wrecked. Yeah. Like, you know. But and so so not so much as let's go, but Sword and Shield is really stripped down when you compare it to other Pokemon games. And that's, again, the money-making of, like, Pokemon Go became popular. There's all these people they want to play. And I really think it hurts, like, the game itself. Like, I would also say, people, if you could start, I was like, black and white. Black and white would be, like, a great game to start. Great story, great Pokemon, very challenging. It's black and white, to me, is probably the peak of Pokemon at its best, that generation. Okay, that's good. So when you say that, because because I I didn't feel like there was much of a story to the sword and shield. I mean, there's a story, but like the characters were annoying to, annoying to me. It was just like, what's the, the main kid that you're with the whole time that you're going? Yeah. So, Brent, you play Pokemon games, like you like. Would you would you agree that uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield's dumbed down compared to other games? Uh I so I like I always in my brain whenever a new Pokemon game comes out, I'm always like, all right, I'm gonna commit to like training training my pokemon more in depth like i'm gonna look at ivs and i'm gonna like natures all this stuff like i as a as a person who likes competitive gaming like i understand everything that goes into like the nuances of trying to like train deeper into pokemon but i never commit to it so like i don't personally ever go into that but i know that sword and shield at least for like like you said people who take battling a little bit more seriously there's a lot of quality life fixes in this game that previously weren't in pokemon that's correct right yeah. yeah, so it's like a lot of stuff that's like better quality of life for people that are playing the deep end of the game. But I do think that like on the on like the surface level for people like story's fine. Like the game's not that challenging. The challenge exists if you want to try to catch all the Pokemon, if you want to get deeper into battling to battle people that aren't in that game. Like if you want to battle people you know or battle people that are training online, like that's where the, I think the challenge is. And I think that's kind of the, the per, not the problem, but that I think that's the issue specifically with like someone like Todd, who's like, Todd likes JRPGs. Todd enjoyed his time with Pokemon Go. He wanted to give it a shot because all of us play Pokemon and it didn't like deliver on any of that surface level like stuff I, for I him. I like to get involved in the online fighting. And I remember I played a couple matches, but I don't know. I just, I think because of the core game itself didn't hook me or like get me into this world. But like, I, uh, you guys know a lot of these Pokemon though. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like me going into a game like this, I'm like, cool. I got a fucking chandelier. What am I going to do with this? You know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't, you know? <laughs> no, I, and I know I get you because for example, I have a friend that uh, she's never played a Pokemon. She, 
hardly ever games, period. Like her her greatest game and accomplishment is like, you know, Stardew Valley. Not not hating on that, but you know, I'm just, you know, Sim, Stardew Valley, think Animal Crossing. That's that's as far as she goes into gaming. So she got Pokemon and she loved it, but that's because, you know, it was very on the she didn't and you know, but it, to me, it's catered to people like her, people who haven't. Yeah, that makes sense. And and I'm just saying, and I get why they did it because Pokemon Go, you know, it, it's it, a, a billion people came into the world, and I really think they were trying to cater to them instead of us. And it shows, like, it shows that you know the the deeper game, the deep end stuff is great, but you gotta you know you gotta already be at a certain level to go that far. Uh-huh. But before a newcomer who's like, let me see the magic of Pokemon, it's not there. That's just the truth of the matter. It. It is yeah. not in Sword and Shield. What makes Pokemon great and one of the best-selling franchises of all time is not put on display in the surface-level game of Sword and Shield. And I know why they did it, and that's why, like, I'm not—I was never a fan of Let's Go. The fact that Let's Go did so well, even though you know it's fun, I'm just like, I'm not happy with that because they may try to emulate that more. And I, as a longtime fan, don't want to be a nail alienated by the pokemon go crowd yeah what what i like what i kind of hoped they were gonna do was try to try to maybe branch the two like like put a fork in the road basically it's like okay maybe we'll keep because i do think that they are gonna do another let's go game i think they'd be kind of silly not to but like keep the more you know, dumb down the more the more entry level Pokemon games to this Let's Go franchise, and then start to go like a little bit more deeper with everything else in the in the you know quote unquote mainline games. Um, for me, with Sword and Shield, I mean, it, it's like for Todd and for many other people, like the Switch is this incredibly successful console. Pokemon Go, I think, like Odell said, like reinvigorated so many people who dropped out of Pokemon and also brought in so many people who never played Pokemon. So like they're at a weird situation where it's like this very recognizable international IP, like one of the most successful IP of all time. They have this situation where it's like they have players that have been playing since, you know, the nineties, they have new people that are trying to get in. So for me, like sword and shield was fine. Like I enjoyed my time. I don't regret buying that game. I played, you know, I think, I'd have to look, but like maybe 80 hours or so because I don't go too deep into the into the nuances of training afterwards. But like, I don't regret my time with the game. I love the game. What I hope is that it's like the building block for the next mainline Pokemon game to be really good. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for, too. I'm really hoping they're going to learn from community response from this game and just, you know, making a full, fully realized 3D Pokemon world. That's going to be like, okay, mm. You know, like you said, maybe they'll branch off and be like, we're going to keep, we're going to make maybe like a Pokemon Light and there'll be a game for the Pokemon Go crowd. But for everyone who's here for the core series, this is for them. You know, we're not going to neglect them because I feel like we've been neglected for two games. Let's go and then Sword and Shield. Like I said, I don't regret my time there, but I can understand why someone like Todd would be completely, you know, turned off. So that's why I'm not even mad. Like, I'm like, as a respectable gamer, and your first post, I feel like Sword should should elicit that response. Yeah. Uh, it's funny because my son's really into Pokemon right now too, though. So I've been watching all the shows and everything, and I like like the shows and stuff. It's a uh, it's entertaining for the most part. So uh, I don't really have any problems with it. Uh, I just want yeah. I, it's so stupid because 
someone's like, why don't they just do the Breath of the Wild engine and stuff like that? But I feel like at this point where, like, you know it's such a huge game, I feel like that's the risk they should take, but they don't need to take risks at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they're making their money. They're, they're, they don't need to do these things. So, yeah. I mean, Sword and Shield, we're, we're saying, like, we can all agree that we kind of think it's like, you know, not the greatest. It could be single-player stuff. Uh, but, you know, it's it, yeah, it's just weird. Uh, I don't know. I, I think ultimately what would have made Todd more satisfied is if it was if it was just like I feel like you should be able to do like co-op stuff like you know like like with like if like we were all playing like maybe even like two player where you can just like I couldn't you do that in this game but like it was I don't know the the open world just no, yeah uh, I guess the the raid battles is really the only co-op oh, okay, aspect that's what it is. yeah yeah, yeah. but uh, I'm I'm real I have actually I have high hopes for Gen Nine I really think- I do too. I'm gonna. I'm. I, I think this was a test game. Like I said, they, they were moving from you know the game board to 2D, and I really think Gen Nine are gonna knock it out the park. If they don't, if Gen Nine does not knock it out the park in every sense of the word, I will be become concerned for the series going forward. Same. I, I mean, I still think it'll have its fans, and I still think it'll have a young audience that will 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 latch onto it. But I think if they if they don't appeal to all of the Pokemon crowds with Gen Nine in like a very you know meaningful yeah. way i think they're they're have a, have some potential issues on their hands for the series going forward before we move off of the topic of pokemon since we're in october which is the scary month i guess do you have a favorite ghost type pokemon odell ooh um that's going to be a tie, a three-way tie between my favorite three ghost Pokemon is going to be Chandelure, which Todd mentioned earlier is the Chandelier. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Frostlass, which is a ghost ice Pokemon, and Mimikyu, because Mimikyu is the greatest thing since sliced bread. So good. Them. Mimikyu's great. I yeah. remember I got an ice cream cone, too, at one point in that game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Todd hates Pokemon so much. I no, uh, I, I swear to you, if you ever get, like, you know, a 3DS or any game that can play black and white, it doesn't matter if it's black and white, the first one, or black two and white two, either one, it's great. For example, like, I'll just say the snippet of the story in black and white is it's catching Pokemon wrong. We're enslaving creatures against their will, and the bad guy organization – beats people up and releases their Pokemon back into the wild because they're tired of the human Pokemon slave captivity relationship. And that's what the story is. It's oh, wow. literally centered that's around crazy. that whole concept. Yeah. And at the end, the guy's basically going to like, he gets a legendary Pokemon to basically kill all people to fully liberate Pokemon worldwide. That, that is his master plan. That's crazy. I, I, yeah. I kid you not. That is the story. Is he successful or no? <laughs> Huh? Uh, I mean, I think all he says it's successful. I think all Pokemon games sell well. I think uh, sales probably dipped a little bit until Sun and Moon is when it started so, picking back so up. So, what can I buy for the 3DS? Because I, I want to get like, should I get, should I just start Liam with uh, Let's Go? Because that's probably simplistic for a four year. Yeah, let Let's Go is the place to start. Okay, yeah. Let for you, Todd. I mean, black, black and white, and black and white two are ds games but they'll play in your 3ds i don't know if you actually want to bust out your 3ds but if you do i, I, I mean liam uses it all the time so. so not a bad thing yeah and uh mike do you have a, a favorite ghost type pokemon hmm, no <laughs> 
No, I do not. I, like off the top of my head, I can I can remember like the ghastly line, and that's <laughs> about it. I I think for me, just like nostalgia stake, I love Gengar. Gengar might be my favorite. Uh, but I also I was a big fan of Poltegeist from Sword and Shield. So you know, I do. I like Ghost Pokemon because their descriptions are always like scary as hell, and I'm just like, it was like this was an abandoned doll that got haunted by evil spirit, and now it's real and it goes around to hunt little kids and eat them. And I'm just like, dear God. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that being your life. Imagine being a dog, dying, coming back as a ghost, and then being captured by someone to be like fucking their little attack yeah. animal. That's the story of black and white. That's why it's like, anymore. it's not really. <laughs> play black and white people. If you haven't played black and white, it's. I played, I played black. I, I think I never completed the end game. I think. I forget how that game worked out, but I feel like there was something I was supposed to do. And I never ah. actually did it. And I can't remember what it was. I feel like you're supposed to fight the champion, maybe. Whoever like the previous champion was, was like, a was there like a guy with like, yeah, that was all like red hair yes. and like a beard. I don't think I ever fought him. I think I was supposed to. I never turned around to like do it. He was that. like the champion, but he was like lazy and like, uh, what, what do you call those people that are like bums, but they travel the world. He was one of those. A vagabond or something like that. Something a vagabond. Like that. Vagabond, yeah, sounds about right. Uh, I do love Mimikyu too. So if if you if Pokemon oh, was real, Odell, and you were either a trainer or gym leader or whatever, like who would be your like one main companion Pokemon? Oh God, I, I always think about this, and I I, I never freaking know. Um. If if I was a, like a fighting type person, it would be Minshao, like a hundred percent, no questions asked. That that's my dog right there. <laughs> oh god, but fire is like my favorite type, and I, I I just I just don't freaking know. Like I, I, I so don't. you'd be a fire you'd be a fire type gym leader then. Oh, a hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. Like I kind of want to say Nine Tails because like Nine Tails are elegant looking. She's a boss. But I I'm, I don't feel like that will be like my main like powerhouse. I've, I've been I'm like I'm gonna say Cinderace for right now because I really I've been really enjoying Cinderace and I have a really boss ass Cinderace that's on my team has been putting in work. So I'll just say him for now. But that's not definitive. Don't don't like quote me on that. It will change. All right. Do you ha- do you have one Mike that would be like your like companion Pokemon that would like well, all I know is that wouldn't I be would, in a Pokeball. He's chilling with you. I would, I, I don't know. I, I would be fucking bug catcher, like youngster, just <laughs> hanging out on a, hanging out on like a bridge, being like, hey, you want to battle me? I got two pidgeys. <laughs> and get locked. That's what, that's what I would do. Mike's <laughs> the NPC that's like, nice pants. <laughs> like, that's his, that's his line. That's, yeah. See, that is I, what I would say. I don't know if I have a favorite type, but like one of my favorite Pokemon is Sylveon. So, like, I'm sorry. No, Sylveon. Uh, I would like probably want Sylveon to be to be my like my ace in the hole, chilling with me. No, uh, no Pokeball. Just having a good time. <laughs> Ribbons floating in the air. Like that's that's where that's where I'm at. Like I need I need that. You brought up fire though, and I feel you like the I, chosen one. I typically. I think I typically end up picking a fire starter Pokemon in most of the games. 
It always is. So that mean does that mean if if Wait, we're talking Gen One, Charmander's the best starter, right? Don't say Squirtle. you know I, that's weird okay, because right. uh, <laughs> Yellow version was my. I was gonna say Yellow version was my favorite game. I mean, it was my first game, so like I got auto stuck with the Pikachu. Okay, so right. I never actually. So chose many people love Squirtle. Starter. I'm finding out in in my in my uh, old age, I guess, and I'm like, what? How is Charmander not the number one pick? For Gen One, got into a, a heated debate uh, the I other mean, day, like last week. Oh my! Like no, I love Squirtle too, but but Charmander's my dude. Oh yeah, most definitely. I don't know why. Uh, in my first playthrough, I had a Pidgeot, and like it was like I'm like, yeah, my Pidgeot's unstoppable. And then like I finally battled someone in real life, and then they whooped it, and like I damn near cried on the inside, like I was a broken <laughs> man, like. Like it, it broke me something serious. That was like my first real taste of like life isn't fair. <laughs> That's not yeah. I I I'd have to like think about the the like the the nuances to to the actual event. But the first time that like the overall feeling, the first time that like I battled somebody that wasn't like one of my friends growing up, and like battled someone who actually played Pokemon way more seriously and they whooped like every every pokemon was one hit kill i was like oh no i'm not good at pokemon i don't know what i'm doing at all like that was the that was the worst <laughs> feeling ever i was like yep all right i'm either i either need to commit fully to hatching eggs and and learning uh like all of the 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 nuances to that or does yep, that game I'm... teach newcomers? Does like Sword teach newcomers how to like harvest eggs and at the nursery and so... No, no Pokemon game teaches you like the the big boy mechanics as I was called them. No game teaches you that. That's just something you have to go out of your way and seek out. You don't actually need it for like if you're just playing the game by yourself, you don't need it. It's only once you start getting into like I want to beat another human being who knows what the fuck they're doing that you need to worry about. Yeah. And yeah, that like that that side of Pokemon is like very interesting to me. I just know that I like if I if I didn't do this and try to play everything and like talk about everything all that stuff and I had more time, that would be something I'd be more like willing to commit time to. But I know I I, I know I can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Also, if you ever beat the game and you get to the end where you do if you get to the battle tower, the battle tower is the computer's way of saying like. Oh, if you're doing this, we assume you know what you're doing because, like, I have people that play the game. I'm like, oh, I, I can't make it past like room two of the battle tower. I'm like, yeah, because the game takes the kitty gloves off and all the NPCs are like super maxed out and given all like the data of how you're supposed to like have high end battling. And you'll be like, oh, look, they have the world's stupidest combination. And then you get wrecked. And you're like, I <laughs> yeah, don't know what that's that's the thing. Like, I, I, I played in this fight. And I can't remember like the Pokemon that anyone used or whatever, but like they threw someone out and I was like, like, I'm going to wipe the floor with these people. And it was like one move dead, one move dead, one move dead. And I was like, all right, I don't know what I'm doing at all. Like, <laughs> no, not a clue. I thought I did. And I definitely do not. So. Since we're on, I guess this is an episode about toxic fan base games. We'll move over to Super Smash Brothers, which got its much anticipated uh, third uh, oh, second DLC character announced for Character Pass 2, which was, I think, met with people that were very happy, but also people that were not so happy. And that was 
Minecraft getting some representation in the game in the form of Steve, Alex, Zombie, and Enderman joining the roster as uh, swappable costumes per per the character. And as someone who is not like a like I've played Minecraft, I have enjoyed my time with Minecraft. I'm not like this deep Minecraft player, but like I know it's a super successful game. I know it's super popular. I know it still is like one of the most popular games out there. So I definitely understand this coming to Smash. Like I think that Smash is is like turning into a celebration of video games just in general at this point. And uh, I definitely like looking at the roster and looking at the other people who joined the game that aren't under the Nintendo banner. You know, you have people from Street Fighter. You have people from King of Fighters. You have Banjo-Kazooie, Mega Man, you know, Sonic, Pac-Man. Like, you have all of these, like, pillars of gaming. I think that, you know, Minecraft is one of those modern pillars of gaming. So I definitely, like, am not... I'm not like confused as to why Minecraft is being added as the character. Is Minecraft a character that I wanted in Smash? No, but I'm not like mad about it. So with with the reveal of Minecraft, how how are the three of you feeling about this addition into Smash? I guess we can kick it off with Odell. Minecraft Steve was cool. Like I never saw it coming. It was one of those things that like, yeah, he could be in there, but it never happened. It didn't happen. It was like, whoa. And I'm even more impressed because earlier today, Sakurai had like the breakdown on the character and mm. everything they needed to do to A, make the character work in the game. Like they had to redesign the code of every level to work with the character itself. And mm. the amount of nuance of like, because you have to dig into the level for resources and manage those resources to build better weapons and attack and do all this crazy stuff. And I'm like, that level of detail that they do for each character from their game world is just so honorable and admirable and all those other fancy fluff words that it blows my mind. So I think it's cool that he's in there. You know, it's it was cool. Like, it's he's crazy and kooky, but it works. So, you know, it made yeah. me happy. I'm, I'm convinced my personal choices will never happen. So I'm just like, cool. As long as they don't put Goku in the game. That's, that'll be the only thing where I'm just like, okay, no, this is dumb. <laughs> this is dumb. Yes. Do not do that. I, I hope that never happens. Or Shrek. I don't know why people want Shrek in there so Shrek's bad. Shrek's like but... not even like a gaming character. I, I don't understand how how that <laughs> like it I, I don't I don't I don't know. I'm long story short, I am fine. It it is cool. Yeah. It made me happy for gaming as a whole and for the game itself. Yeah. What about uh what about you, Todd? How you feeling about Minecraft Steve coming in coming into the mix? I mean... I don't really care personally. I know Liam's super excited, but when I was watching his moveset, I'm like, that's a character that's too technical for me. I'm not going to fucking be able to use him. So yeah. I, I, I just can't use those characters. I mean, maybe if I practice the game enough, I probably could, but yeah. You know. I, I'm so part of me at first when, when Sakurai was, was doing the breakdown today, I was like, this is pretty technical. Like there's a lot of, a lot of nuance here to, to this character and like how to use him successfully. But at the same time, Thinking about like my time with Minecraft and thinking about how that player base is and in in like Minecraft itself has so much detail and nuance and the game doesn't really necessarily explain a lot of that to you and you have to kind of do a lot of things and learn a lot of things in Minecraft on your own um, or seek out like outside game resources to like figure out how to craft things certain things like do all this stuff so I think like I think the character itself being 
technical like that in Smash is actually probably really appealing to Minecraft players. And that might even entice them more to, even if they don't care about fighting games, to be like, oh, like Minecraft isn't just a skin slapped on someone that's, you know, punching and kicking. It's plays kind of like Minecraft where you have to like pay attention to all these specific things. What about you, Mike? How are you feeling about Minecraft, Steve? And Alex? And Zombie and Enderman? Yeah, those those are all uh, apparently the the big characters from that game. I wouldn't know because I've never played, but I hear it's a very popular game. So you know, the funny thing about Minecraft is, I'm like, is it a is it a popular game in the sense that do people play it or people just put on like free build mode and you know build like the mausoleum? Right, exactly. I mean, either way, that that means they're. It's not so some of the stuff people do on that. Yeah. It, Minecraft is like I don't know. I like I I'm not good at Minecraft. If but I like younger, I if I if I picked it up younger, I feel like I would have been really good at that I would have liked that game a lot. Like mm-hmm. if I was growing up with that game. Yeah. My youngest I, brother My youngest brother, like Minecraft is probably like one of the first like big games for him. And he because he was probably I don't know when Minecraft came out, two thousand Eight, nine, it was like early two thousand tens, yeah, or before it was, that. It was like I would I look it up now, but like yeah, two thousand eight, two thousand nine, two thousand ten, something like that. It's about ten years old. Yeah, so like my youngest brother was was about like ten when that game came out. So like to him, like you know, Minecraft is probably more of a more of like a a pillar of gaming for him than potentially like someone like Mario or something. So like yeah. there there is a a generation of gamers that like. Minecraft is is like one of those yeah like is there Mario yeah, kind Mario. of that's yeah. crazy to me because Liam's been raised it came out May 17, yeah, 2009 yeah because so, Liam's been raised on Mario so he's like good you know he yeah. knows, he's like the iconic guy you know what I'm saying? yeah so like for You're me dad. <laughs> for me it's it's my mindset is like okay these are the characters that I want and I, I'm trying to think about what characters I actually want in the game but I feel like for the most part, they're, they're characters from games like I played when I was younger mm-hmm. or something along those lines, with the exception of like Sora, who I never actually played because I didn't play Kingdom Hearts, but I like the idea of putting Sora in the game. Uh, where, whereas there might be somebody... I'm trying to compare it to... Like, remember when Melee came out and then... I'm going to use Melee as an example because I feel like it was... And it's bigger than um 64 and then we were kind of more formed as people 2001 we would have been like 12 ish me and brendan and like talking about like oh what if they added wario or whatever some other character that wasn't in the game yet and we were just picking characters that we knew from from our limited experience we weren't picking i doubt we were picking like deep dive like characters that were actually as old as mario himself we were picking somebody who was like slightly newer but we were familiar with because we were kids yeah um so now there are kids who are in their 20s who most of the roster probably falls into the category of like they're old characters we know who they are but we're like we pick them up after the fact but like there's somebody that we grew up with and minecraft would be that for them it's not yeah. that for me but like that's the character who'd be like yeah man i fucking loved minecraft imagine if minecraft was in smash well, they might call him Steve. I don't. 
listen, I, I only recently learned his name was Steve. I didn't know there was a guy. <laughs> I didn't yeah. I didn't know what it was. I'm an old man now. No one cares about what I think anymore. Yeah, I, I wasn't I I don't I didn't know that there was like a like I, I knew that that character was like on the cover of Minecraft. I didn't know that he his name was Steve. Oh, until, you didn't know that really? I don't think so. I don't. I have no idea. But I definitely didn't know about Alex. Like I didn't know that there was a a female I, Steve. Was, basically, I might have known there were zombies. I don't know what Enderman is. I, I mean, I knew that there were zombies in in. Yeah, and Enderman's just creepers. like. He's a, he's I don't know Minecraft what Enderman. Dungeons. He's like the. He's like basically. I didn't play Minecraft that game. Oh. oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, I don't know why I thought we, you guys played that. You game. know, I find it funny that uh. Like he he couldn't be Steve. Like he has to be he has to be Minecraft Steve. So you so you could like Steve is just like a random dude's name. So like you have to tag yeah. on Minecraft Steve <laughs> to right. for for it to like be a recognizable character. I mean that's like the that'll be like the best part is to play Smash <laughs> and just have the announcer go Steve Rob and just like just shouting <laughs> people's names. Yeah, actually I don't. Dude. I I wondered in the game. Does, I wonder if it said like I wonder if the announcer says. Hope Minecraft does. Steve, or if it says, I really hope Steve. he says Minecraft Steve. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh man, yeah, because it's that is kind of funny. Because like you know, if someone says Mario in relation to a game, like you know what they're talking about. But if someone says Steve, I would wait, be like, "What wait, the fuck are you talking about?" I don't know. Mike Steve is right is. because now I'm thinking about it. It's like Lucas, Roy, Rob, Isabella. <laughs> like, who, who are these people? <laughs> <laughs> Just adding people just like <laughs> Daniel. Like who? What? Simon. Oh man, you're right. A lot of Smash characters have Bowser. like regular names, Junior. but I feel like Steve is almost too regular. Like, yeah, <laughs> regular ass names. Yeah, Steve is like super regular. <laughs> so all the Steves out there listening to, you, I'm sorry. Yeah, like if I was if I was named Steve, if I was Steve, I was like I have to main Steve just so like I can yeah. have them say my name all the time. The winner yeah, is I mean, Steve. That's that's that... <laughs> you're goddamn right. It is. It's me. Um, so yeah, I I think we're kind of all in agreement. Like we understand why this type of character would be there. I like. I don't know. I I like complex fighters. I love Smash. Like I play a lot of Smash. Like I I love Smash. But I don't know. Steve's. I'd have to get my hands on Steve, which we can all do Ooh. on the thirteenth when he drops. But uh, I think I think uh, I need to like actually get some hands on time to see if that is like a character style that I'd want to commit to to learning because there's, there's a lot of management there. Like I like I like I personally like Hero, but I don't want to manage his move set while I'm playing that game because it's just too much right, for that's, me. That's my that's my issue. Too. I was like cloud, super cloud concerned like when they're like, yeah, you have to use the crafting table. I was like, where is this crafting table? Did they just put them on stage? He's like, yep, it shows up where you spawn on the stage. Like, <laughs> I have to go over there when I have to change my weapon? No, 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 no. You can make it go to you. Like, don't worry about that part. But yeah, you do have to, you yeah. have to craft things at this table. And no, my, my thing about those, so like, you know, the minecart thing, like, you have to have the crafting materials for the actual track. I'm like, oh, I'm about to win this game. I'm about to win it. The perfect setup. Here comes the cart. I don't have tracks. I ran out of track. Like a pixel away from the character, like no, like and and, and then I'll yeah. lose and I'll never play Minecraft. Yeah, and like, I, like I think honestly, that's like one of the things I'm most excited about with 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 him is because he's such a 
crazy character or management while and stuff. Unless things have changed, maybe you know, maybe things might change or get tweaked before he comes out or or after he comes out. I feel like watching a high level play, like a pro playing with Minecraft Steve, is gonna be kind of bonkers to watch. Uh, there's there's so much going on with him, but in my head, it I crafted this hilarious story to me that Sakurai. Like, I like what you did there. <laughs> Shut up. I I, I I came up with this crazy story in my head that Sakurai was just so pissed about having to put Minecraft Steve in the game that he made him very technical, but even his high skill ceiling makes him low tier to the point where even if you want to get good with him, like you would get nowhere with him and no one would want to play with him. That's yeah. what happened in my head. That Sakura was like, I'm going to make him very accurate, but he's going to be a garbage character and no one's going to want to play as him. You know, you might be right. Um, out of spite. You might be right. Out of spite. Sakura is like, I don't, I don't care about this shit. But you, I put I, Joker in the game because I put a hundred, I put 300 hours in this game playing it nine times or that actually mathematically doesn't add up. But Sakurai loved playing Persona. He's like, I want to put Joker in this game. Fate be When damn. I was watching uh, the video, oh, I'm sorry. sorry. Yeah, go, go ahead. So for me right now, uh, Odell keeps lagging out sort of and slowing down. So I'm not really sure if he's ever talking or not. Oh, he's fine for me. Yeah, I can tell that everyone else can see him normally, but for me, his frequently starts to lag and it's very odd. So I just stopped talking to let him have a, a thought here. <laughs> now, now Odell may be frozen for me. I'm not sure. I think he's fro he's definitely frozen for me. All right. All right. I already forgot what I was saying. Oh. So. Oh no, he's back. What was I saying? I don't know. You were talking about um, how Tracer's new pulse bomb has a. Uh... Yeah, so Tracer's new pulse bomb. <laughs> um, I was surprised because I don't remember them ever really tweaking <laughs> Tracer before. You're you're dumb. So, were you gonna say something there, Odell, or to Mike's point, or? Oh, I was I was just gonna say that. Uh... So about that super technical thing, when I was watching the video, his edge guard just seems legendary. Like when someone gets good, I'm like, oh, I'm going to get back on stage. They built a goddamn wall between me and the stage. Like there's going to be some guy that gets like just amazing at that, like launching yeah, you off stage and then erect erecting a wall. Like there's a yeah. bunch of things you know, blocking the entire stage and you just fall to death. And that's all he's going to do. And I'm going to... I'm just gonna. Yeah, he, he looks like he could potentially be a be a big problem because yeah, like his edge guarding st strategies seem to be kind of kind of broken because building walls like his I, th I don't know if it's his down special or his down smash, but like the fire thing that comes out, like I feel like there's a lot of things that can negate your recovery or block your recovery almost uh, immediately. And characters that like have a bad recovery are gonna be absolutely mismatched against against minecraft steve yeah like in the video he showed how little mac you know has probably like the worst recovery in the game and like how <laughs> how he threw him off and did i'm like okay yeah so characters with bad recovery are just like an automatic l unless there's some serious balancing like he said you know the character might be different when it comes out i'm just like i don't know how you're gonna get around that when someone gets good at it 
Like clearly people are going to do it and mess up. But when someone gets good at it, it almost seems like a near impossible thing to overcome. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, unless you're a character that can fly for a recovery and have like control over where your up B is going almost fully, it seems like you're just going to immediately recover into Minecraft building a wall to stop you. Minecraft Steve. I'm, I, I'm Minecraft <laughs> Steve, exactly. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm excited though. I, I think, I think the, the, the deep dive today made me more, more excited for how this character is going to play. I'm excited to see what, what people do to take advantage of, of the move set and see how aggravated I am when I get mashed up against one. That brings us to, I will say the stage is pretty cool too. And I did, I do like the level of detail where it's like, the if you're playing like there's like two two arms to this level of detail if you're like you know a more competitive player and you're playing on battlefield or omega stages the the pull for when you're mining materials is the same for all of those stages to make it balanced for competitive play but if you're playing like regular like party smash it's like if you mine on wood, you're going to get mostly wood stuff. If you mine on like iron material, like I, I like that crazy deep dive into into how this character functions. Like that's that's like almost a level of it didn't need to be there. It could have just been this predetermined when you mine. It's it's wood, this, that that wood, this, that or whatever. But no, it's like, oh, you're on a spaceship. So most of what you farm is going to be iron or, or steel or whatever. Um. I thought that was like an interesting level of detail. That this is why I'm using the <laughs> sounds way too complicated. Yeah, he he definitely seems like he he is going to require uh, a lot of skill just to mess around with. But I again, I think like I said earlier, I think that actually appeals to people that play Minecraft because I think Minecraft is not that easy. Like I think there's a lot of uh, complex systems underneath Minecraft that you need to like really actually kind of like i'm not good at minecraft like my younger brother used to like ca basically carry me through minecraft he'd be like check out this thing i built and i'd be like what i open the door and it's like we go into this cave and it like opens up into this giant world i'm like who are you like you're 10 <laughs> years old what is happening what is this you know, uh anyways when i played minecraft recently i lost the fucking house we built <laughs> yes todd was playing minecraft with his son and they lost the house that he built so i joined oh, his I game to try to like scour the world looking for the fucking cabin <laughs> they built um but that leaves us with four more at least four more characters coming to smash in this character pass if they add more characters after that we don't know but at least in this character pass, at least four more slots to get added to the game with Min Min and now the Minecraft uh, group of characters. Who is the character that you want or characters that you want the most, Odell? And then we'll talk about who do we actually think is going to get added to the game. Okay. Um, so there's a video game series called Klonoa, uh, who, which follows the titular character Klonoa. And he's one of those obscure video game characters that no one really knows about but if you look up his design he looks perfect for smash and his games are immaculate like klonoa one and two are always in my personal favorite greatest games of all times he's a capcom property I, he looks like he was intended to be one of their mascot characters i don't know if he just never sold well never took off 
I really don't know what the thing is. He had two games for the PlayStation, Klonoa 1 and 2. He had some Game Boy games uh, here and there, but I don't know. And I really want him to be in Smash 1 because he's been on Nintendo consoles. Two, he's a great character. His games are immaculate. They're insanely deep story-wise. Like, seeing how cute and cuddly he is, his games had no, no reason being that good from a theme or story standpoint. So I really want him to be in Smash 1 because his moveset fits Smash very well. And it will, like, bring people awareness of him. And hopefully we will get, like, a Klonoa 3 or something in the future. Or, hell, like, HD remake of 1 and 2 would be good with me. They remade the first one for Wii, and that was wonderful. And I just really want Part 2 to come out again. So Klonoa. So I, I've never played Klonoa game, but I've, like, always wanted to play a Klonoa game. You should. I just never have. I recommend it. I I'm actually surprised that like Klonoa at the bare least hasn't been added as like a me costume at this point. Oh, not, not that that's what I would want for Klonoa. Like, I don't want that for you, but I feel like, I feel like enough people have asked or there's enough people that like Klonoa that, you know, having him as a me, me fighter outfit. You know, uh, Todd, I'm not surprised. A lot of people haven't most like I'll say probably 80% of the time when I mentioned Klonoa, people have never heard of him. And then when they look it up, they're like, they're kind of fuzzily like, oh, yeah, I, th- I think I've seen that before. How do you spell that, by the way? K-L-O-N-O-A. Todd's a big, big Klonoa okay. fan. It's his favorite <laughs> game of all time. No, I don't know. Doesn't he look like a character, character that could be in Smash, though, right? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, no, definitely. Mm, but he also looks like a character that could be in Sonic. So, like, Oh, Mike. <laughs> that's that's disrespectful, Mike. That's disrespectful. Who who would be the the number one pick for Utah that you want to get added to the game? Uh, I would like Hollow Knight, but um, I kind of want Waluigi more, even though not as a joke. I actually want Waluigi because uh, when we had the birthday, I was like, all like Nintendo merchandise stuff has like the whole crew and waluigi's fucking part of that crew on everything on like <laughs> like party favor is like he's like literally like marketed as someone make him fucking someone put him in that game and it's not a joke for me like i actually want him to be in this game at this point like i i i thought the joke was funny originally but i do i think they should put him in the game does does I, liam know who waluigi is uh probably not yeah <laughs> so he doesn't matter <laughs> I have beef with Waluigi. It annoys me that the world loves him so much. I think it's a very small group of people. But I just think it's weird that, like, I I thought it was weird that, like, we had, like, a a cloth to put on our table and, like, he was part of, like, the big, like, eight or ten or whatever the people were there. I mean, that's fair. Like, when did Waluigi become? Yeah, I was like, what? He's the the extra for the sports games in Mario Party. He's just, you know, he's there to round it out. You guys are going to hate me on this, but I don't think Crash should be in this game. And I know a lot of people want Crash in this game. I just don't. don't You know, know. I think he'll be a good fit, but I'm not campaigning for him either. I do. Yeah, same. I think, yeah, I think he'd fit fine in the game. I personally just don't. Don't like Minecraft doesn't bother me being there. Mike, Mike just has it queued up ready to go. Like Minecraft doesn't bother me being there. Crash would like somehow like, like underneath my skin, maybe be like, ah, Crash. What about you, Mike? Uh, Who's your, at this point, your most wanted character to be added to Smash? I mean, I, I queued up Crash because I think on some level, I just want Crash to be in the game. Not because of any, like, particular affinity to the character, but just because he, it would, 
it would bring me back to a time where Melee was big and we were all saying, like, man, imagine they had characters that weren't Nintendo characters. What if we really dug deep and we got Sonic and we got Crash and we got the the big mascots from other characters? So that's one why I would really rally for Crash. Is he considered a big mascot, though? Like, I just he, don't... He, he was in the early PlayStation I know, days. I, like I, I was like a big early PlayStation. Like that was my console, and I played those games. But he was. I feel like I never had a second thought about him after they were gone. You know, like it was just. I'm in the minority, apparently. I mean, I haven't played Crash Four. The old Crash games, in my it's opinion, really good reviews. I want to play it, it. It it has gotten decent reviews, but like I have the the Crash Insane trilogy, and I replayed Crash most of Crash One. It definitely doesn't like age that well but uh yeah the, the the new crash it's about time or whatever it's called seems to be getting pretty good reviews mm-hmm. for me i mean if, if you listen to this show or for mike and dom who i mean mike and todd who know me well it's gino gino i've wanted gino forever i i don't think he's gonna ever happen i've just wanted gino forever so hopefully you know that that comes true for me at some point but i'm not like it's impossible for me to be mad if he never gets added to the game because this this game has 80 characters in it. You know what I mean? Like it's it, there's there's plenty of people in there. I, I'm not going to ever be upset if, you know, r- random one off JRPG from Super Nintendo character doesn't get added. But uh, Gino is my like number one pick always as far as uh, who we think is going to end up rounding out this roster. We got four slots. Odell, like, who do you think is going to fill in those four slots? You know, I feel like Sora is going to be a, a safe bet. But yeah. what, I, what I'm thinking is we're going to get a safe bet. We're going to get one safe, like, Crash, Sora, something, something, people. But the other uh, three are probably going to be, like, Piranha Plant. Look, excuse me, Piranha Plant levels of, like, the fu. Yeah. Fu. Like, and my thing is, after, like, Piranha Plant, and uh, I'm trying to think of another character that was just, like, no one saw coming. Uh, I feel like we're just going to get there. We're going to get cool homages. Like, I have a friend that believes Qbert's going to be in the game, and at this point, I kind of believe him. Like, Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. I'd be fine with Qbert. Same. So, I, I really don't I know. I like fits in the game at this point. Yeah. Like, because I, I think whatever... You know, and I was thinking Minecraft Steve might have been our last safe pick. We got, we got, a, we got a ARMS character. We got Minecraft <laughs> Steve. So the, the last uh, three, or excuse me, four, may just be like, it makes sense, but no one just, no one expected that. And I can't tell you what those characters would be. Like, like if they, if they, if they, if they oh, go man. like the, the non, the atypical route, like, cause we already got like our duck hunt. We already got Rob. I feel like from the classic Nintendo roster, we've gotten everyone that could possibly be like, I don't, I'm like, you know, we got little Mac, duck hunt, Rob. Mr. Game and Watch. I, I don't know. Unless they're just going to be like the goddamn angry son from Super Mario Brothers 3. I don't know how, how far <laughs> they can go with it anymore. Yeah. I think uh, I think that at least one of the, the remaining four is going to be a Nintendo character. I just like I, I think it's going to end up being someone tied to a game that is coming out next year for the switch or the year after. Like, I think they're going to have someone like we got Byleth, you know, uh, for fire emblem three houses. I feel like we'll get someone from a game that's coming out in, you know, the near future for, for them. 
Um, I would love that. If they I would added love an, if they revealed the game as a Smash character, like a game that's yet to, like a new IP, it comes out as the Smash character. Like, right. we don't know who this guy is. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be cool. crazy. I mean, th- we got we got Splatoon in there, which I think is well-deserved. We got ARMS in there, which I think some people might be like, why? So, I mean, if we pretty much have, you know, almost every, I guess, you know, franchise at this point I represented like- from Nintendo. Min Min's a cool pick and everything, but I feel like it's such a weird pick. It's so weird because they like put no support behind that game at all. No, Arms did very well. Arms sold no, I know it did well, way like, like, like Arms outsold their expectations of what they thought that game would do. So like to that to Nintendo, Arms is is success because of how, how well it did based on you know it sold a couple million, but they weren't well, expecting yeah, well, it to like, do that who's well. Playing that game right now, like what do you think the I told is? you, I still have people on my friends list that play Arms. Granted, one of them is a Nintendo employee, but like still, like I, there are people on my friends list on my Switch that play Arms still. And I think this weekend actually is like the Arms North America World World Open or something. I don't, I don't know. I definitely saw some like advertisement for an Arms tournament or something this weekend. Um, but if they added another Pokemon character, because I think that's a possibility. Oh, I'll be pissed. I'll be pissed. I love Pokemon, but no. Who 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 would yeah, you I want know, them right? to add for a Pokemon character? I would imagine it would be someone from Sword and Shield. Uh, if, It'd probably be Score Bunny. I feel like that's like the mascot. Yeah, maybe. I was like, Cinderace or anyone in the Score Bunny line, that, that would be a safe pick. Yeah. I mean, I hope they don't. Like, do they have a new Pokemon character for... You're right. We oh, don't. Crap, that's, they why, don't. that's why they I think, don't. I shit. think it'll probably be a Pokemon character that's like either tied to Sword and Shield, or if they for some reason announce like a new Pokemon game next year, like it being one of those Pokemon. Because we've gotten a new Pokemon character for every Smash, and it's usually tied to like whatever's the popular Pokemon thing at the time. Oh, you, you're right, man. I didn't even think of crap. Damn. Like, I don't know. I know some people, there was a rumor for a while that like Decidueye was going to get added to the game. And like, I don't, you know, I don't know if that ever was actually a thing or if it was just a popular rumor, but um, we don't have, besides like Pokemon Trainer, we don't have a grass type as like a standalone character. We got Greninja for water. We have, you know, Charizard and we have Incineroar. Uh, Incineroar. I was like, I knew, I know we have another fire starter in the game. Um, and then obviously we have Pikachu, Pichu, Jigglypuff, and probably someone else I'm forgetting right now. Are we gonna get uh, Tracer? Um, I think Tracer is gonna be one of those picks. Who? I wouldn't put her out of the realm of possibility. Uh, Tracer from Overwatch. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, she was a big I, rumor for I one could, point, right? Yeah. Her and Diva, I think. I I could definitely see an Overwatch character getting added. Um, I think, I think that. I don't know. A lot of people wanted Travis touchdown and he got revealed as a me fighter outfit today. So like, I think that's out the window. Anyone that wanted Travis touchdown, he would have made so much sense to be in the game though. Yeah, I think so. I think he would have had an interesting moveset too. Um, but yeah, I, I think over, I think, I think we'll see one, at least one Nintendo character. And I think it'll probably be a Pokemon. I hope it's not a fire emblem character, even though I'm not like one of those people that gets mad when it's another fire emblem character, but I feel like, People will get mad. <laughs> I'm not one of those people, uh, but I really am one of those people. I just keep it professional and pretend yeah. like I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I know I know a lot of people want Monster Hunter, like a hunter, to be 
a character. I feel like it looks I, like every other fucking Fire Emblem character, though. Like, I yeah, I know, but I think I think that also has a possibility. And honestly, with with the timing of things, we're getting the Fighter Two right now in October. That gives us November, December, January, February. Four months from now, we're getting Monster Hunter Rise, a Switch exclusive. Add a Monster Hunter character to kind of hype up that game too. I think that's that's a safe bet. You know, the fact that we opinion. got Joker and still no Persona on Switch, I'm just like, I'm throwing that out the window. They they don't care. They don't care about <laughs> that no more. <laughs> we'll, we'll get Scramble at some point. Right. Uh, Joker, I think, honestly, is is Sakurai loved Persona 5 so much yeah, that, that think, he was basically like, I, I want yeah, this I character it. in the game. <laughs> um, But yeah, as far as like, I, I think there's potential for maybe other fighting game characters to join the fray because we have street fighter we have king of fighters we have arms we have uh obviously smash is a fighting game so i think like you know maybe a tekken fighter or maybe a mortal Kombat fighter because those are like the other bigger fighter fighting games you know i've been saying this for a while but honestly we may get a final fantasy character i feel like that's a great possibility i don't know who like we got cloud and i think we may get like one more I mean, I, I could definitely see that too. I know a lot of people want Chrono from Chrono Tri- Chrono Trigger. I don't know if that would be a thing, but I also feel like Square is kind of weird though, because like if you look at all of the character third party characters that have come to Smash, they all seem to get like cr- like I know Minecraft got seven songs, but like Castlevania characters got like thirty tracks in the game. Fucking Terry Bogard has like 40 songs in the game. Like all of these characters, like they're like, yes, put as much shit as you want, please put everything in the game. And like Cloud has like two songs, maybe three songs. And it's like, why? Final Fantasy is such a renowned series. You could put so much amazing music in there. I feel like for for Final Sp- Fantasy specifically, it was something weird. Like it, it it was almost out of their hands that someone else really owned most of the music. I don't remember exactly. I think I'd seen it once or twice. Oh, like Square doesn't own the music? Square, yeah, I think Square doesn't hmm. officially own all the music. It was something that I, I believe I read once before. I could be wrong about it, but I think that's what it comes down to. In Smash 4, Cloud did have a lot of music, but they apparently couldn't pull it off again. Interesting. I don't know. I want. I, I want to be surprised because you know, it's a lot of weird things like that. Like with the whole Benjo Kazooie situation, you need the right people at the right time to give you the green light. Yeah, I will say, like, I'm not one of those people. I I don't think Master Chief is coming to Smash ever. I'll never like, play I, Smash. I, again. I think I'll never play it again. I like. <laughs> I don't. I don't foresee that happening. But because Microsoft owns Minecraft, I I kind of expected like maybe like Microsoft music to come with him or Microsoft characters to get added as me fighters today. Like I kind of, I was like expecting that today when they, when they were going to go over the me fighters, I was like, I wouldn't be shocked if we got like, I don't know, master chief as a me fighter, me gunner outfit or something like that as like, you know, maybe that's part of the deal they worked out with Microsoft to get Minecraft in the game. Mm. You know, you know what? Here, here's it. We're gonna get an Ubisoft franchise character, like, like it's overdue. Ray- like, if it's not Rayman, the Rabbit, something. I feel like there's no Ubisoft representation, right. and that that has to change because Nintendo and Ubisoft 
work too closely together. Like they're always early adopting Absolutely. on the consoles with like Zombie U and you know the others. So I really yeah, find right? it strange yeah, that we have right. gotten no Ubisoft property. There's got to be some something there because I agree with you because like like you said, Zombie U was a launch title for the Wii Wii U. Uh, Fuck, Rayman. Some zombie U right <laughs> <laughs> Rayman. Uh, I forget that the name is escaping me, but that the the platformer that was newer. I believe was also a Wii U exclusive or at least timed exclusive. Rayman Legends. Um, Rayman Legends, yes. Um and then obviously like they let they let them work with Mario, which they never do that. You know what I mean? They got Mario and Rabbids. And then uh No, wait, wasn't Rayman Legends like a, they botched it and it didn't come out till Wii U it, it, it like was supposed I, to originally be an exclusive and then they fucked it. I up I think go. it was supposed to be an exclusive and then they and then they, I think it may have come out later on switch i mean sorry later on wii u and uh came to xbox and playstation first and maybe that's maybe that's what pissed nintendo off they were like all right fuck you guys we're not letting rayman and smash um but yeah rayman makes sense i if they if they added like Ezio or something over rayman i'd be so disappointed i'd be like what you messed this up (laughs) very incorrectly no they're gonna add add (laughs) you you know what we fit trainer maybe (laughs) why why not the the, the the dancing panda right yeah I, nothing n- nothing's out of the question the time, yeah <laughs> mike they, they there there's a peripheral in this game as a character in the form of rob nothing's you know, out I'm of the question i'm surprised they haven't had a resident yeah. evil character honestly anything goes i was I thinking would, about it I, yeah. I would like it sort of um in the sense that you know it's a big game it deserves to be in there it would have uh, to be leon it would have to be leon no i think they do chris Wait, or Jill. I mean, I would want Jill personally, but... but like, Resident Evil 4 is such a big game, and it... Didn't yeah, it was, it was exclusive for a while. It was a GameCube exclusive. Yeah. Yeah, it's like... I just feel like that makes... it that I bought a GameCube for that fucking game, basically. I mean, you could do... You could know, do but, Leon I, and then, like, swap it out, like, be the same character, but just, you know, Leon, Jill, Chris... Yeah. No, yeah, you could do that. Yeah. I, 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 I think Leon is important, but I think... I think Chris is probably a bigger name in Resident Evil than Leon, simply because, like, I think Chris is the is the main character in more games, including in the new one. Is he not the main character in Village? But you're you're the same guy you played as in Seven, but Chris is like he's there. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know what what's name Ethan, Um, Mister Mister Generic Generic guy. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's like the worst (laughs) character, but I loved Seven. I thought Seven was amazing. Like it was. It, it got me back into the franchise pretty big. Minus like sc- the two remakes, but I don't I don't play yeah, scary you would, games. You wouldn't like here. seven. Seven was like the first game that like in a long time that made me be like I was playing it during the day and I was a little <laughs> uneasy. Yeah, I'm I'm all set. I don't know. I can't really think like I don't know. I can't think of 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 many others that would seem like the, you know at this point why aren't they already in the game? I feel like a lot of the people we've mentioned, you know, all all have a fair fair chance of uh of getting a, a spot in that in that remaining four i do think though like i i know this character pass is has four more characters in it whether they do a character pass three or not i have no idea but i do think that we'll see more dlc after even if it's just one-off stuff Ga- the Correct. game is i too could successful. be wrong but i swore sakura said this was the last one i i, I could be wrong I, that might be true don't don't quote me on that i'll i'll look it up I mean, Sakurai probably would <laughs> like it to be the last one. <laughs> right. But like, I mean, Sakurai the game is tired. 
the game is over 20 million copies. It has the biggest roster for a fighting game ever. Like they're going to continue to pile as much into that. Like if, if I think if the DLC packs sell enough to justify them making more and Nintendo's going to be like, we need to add more characters. In I, here. I don't know. I, you know, speaking of Sakurai, regardless if they do or don't, the attention to detail he does for each character is just astounding. Like, God bless that man. It's amazing. Like, it's amazing. Like I hope, I hope Nintendo's giving him millions of like, millions for his character. I like I hope that whatever he does after, whether he makes a new smash later or or whatever, like I would love to see him like take that same level of detail and like I don't know, make a new like a new and better Street Fighter or Marvel versus Capcom or something like take that same level of detail and 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 apply it to something else too i don't know i wonder what his next i wonder what his next project even be a fighting game i mean he's he's clearly a god tier at it it's yeah it's it's he's i i think he's on a whole nother level than anyone else that the, works on fighting the games. fact he balances that game and plays two characters at the same time is like testing so i'm like bro like first of all how i i don't understand how your hands <laughs> do that and second of all just you know, I think that's what I love about Smash. He cares about balance. He legit cares about balancing the game. Yeah. And the fact that he's willing to balance, like, you know, damn near 80 characters is just mind-boggling. Yeah. And he cares, like, as far as, like, third, like if I owned an IP, like, if I owned, if I had a, a game or, or worked at a company, like, I would absolutely, I would be begging Nintendo to put my character in the game. Not only because it's, like, A, great for the character overall, but, like, the the level of attention like i'm sure sakurai probably didn't play minecraft before minecraft was being added to smash but like he puts the time and effort into like playing these games hours upon hours and like learning the nuances and details to the world to the characters to the lore all this stuff like it, it's it's a level of attention to detail that i i really just I don't think there's anyone else doing what he's doing. You know what I'd love to see? I would love to see him just make a Nintendo RPG after this. Like, take all the Nintendo characters and make this intertwining, like, crazy That'd RPG. That'd be dope. How about that? Yeah, it's just crazy that he has this balance. The balance that he and he's able to balance all these characters, and fucking Overwatch can barely do that with fucking whatever they have. So it's back to Overwatch <laughs> for time. <laughs> Fuck Overwatch. <laughs> but... I think that I think that pretty much brings us up to the end of this uh, of this episode. Before we wrap things up, I first want to thank you so much, Odell, for coming on to the show, hanging out with us, chatting games, chatting chatting fast food, chatting you know what, all the other nonsense we talked about for a little bit about bad anime, good anime, Mission Impossible for some reason. But for all the people sticking with us, all the people out there listening, let them know the floor is yours. Whatever you want to talk about stuff you're working on stuff you got coming up stuff you got out there in the wild now like whatever you want to plug or do or talk about now the floor is All yours right, so this friend. is news you heard it here first i got laid off friday it sucked but whatever state of texas is a work at will state so can't do nothing about that but with that said about to get this unemployment money <laughs> yeah <laughs> But, but but no, but but so <laughs> honestly, you know, I, I look at it as a blessing. I'm going to have a lot of free time. So you find me at Odo Harmon Jr. on Twitter, but I'm planning on, I'm going to finally start streaming now. I'm like, God, you know, like, you gave me abundance of free time. Let me put that to use. So I'm going to stream, start doing something. Oh, yeah. I'm not, okay. I know I'm a stream. I'm going to keep my undercover projects undercover in case they don't happen. I don't want to seem like a fool later. 
basically just just some new some new avenues in the video game world project. So stay tuned for that. Just follow my Twitter. You'll, yeah. you'll see what I'm doing. So the, yeah, there you go. the The best way to to see what Odell's got going on, follow him on Twitter. And then I'm gonna oh, plug, yeah. plug the show. I got a, I got a plug podcast called well. Full Circle Podcast. It's cool. Sometimes I talk to famous people. Sometimes I talk to like my neighbor down the street. But we, it's always good time. It's always good time. <laughs> I mean, Brandon was on there. He knows. Oh, yeah. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. And, and you can find that uh, yeah, FC Podcast Twenty Three on Twitter and on Instagram and on. That's probably it. And oh, where podcasts are found. Yeah, it's on podcast things. Yeah, definitely check that out. Throw him a subscribe on there. Get him a five star review going. Yeah, yeah. All that good stuff. Sh- show him some love. Uh, and then, I mean, as always, you can find all of our stuff at pastcontroller.io on Twitter and on Instagram at pastcontroller and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash pastcontroller. You can find me at bgroom. You can find Todd at toddy underscore by underscore nature. You can find Mike at underscore mycopath. And again, thank you so much, Odell, for coming on here, joining us for episode 223 of the Pass Control Podcast. Thank you. Uh, It's always a good time here. And if you have to go outside, listeners out there, wear a goddamn mask.